Peyton Manning's life is pretty good. Tom Brady's life is pretty good. But nobody enjoys the kind of life that Adam Schefter oh, no, enjoys. He joins us now. Hello, Adam. I don't know about that at all. <laughs> No, we, we think it's we think it's true. So how long were you sitting on this news? How hard was it for you to hold this thing back for the uh, Sean Payton to the Broncos news? What makes you so sure that I was sitting back and waiting? Because <laughs> I know you. <laughs> uh, listen, I think the truth of the matter is, is that they were waiting for the Saints to agree to a deal. Right? Like, they were waiting, and until the Saints called back to say, okay, you know, we're going to do something, you don't know that there's a deal. Right? Mm -hmm. So it, it takes two sides to tango. So I believe, you know, the Saints called them back somewhere around 2 o'clock Eastern on uh, Tuesday, and they were able to talk through the agreement and figure out and finalize the compensation for Sean Payton, and then you have a deal. I mean, look, here's the deal. You think it could be going that way, but I will also say, at one point I thought it might be going Jim Harbaugh's way. At one point I thought it might be going D'Amico Ryan's way. And when you asked me last week, handicap this, what did I say? I wouldn't handicap it because it changes on a day-to-day -day basis, right? I'm very honest. And it goes back and forth. Now, I really, truly believe Sean Payton from the outset was the first guy that they were interested in and interviewed. And I think when they looked at it, they said, we love this guy, but it's going to be a lot of compensation to the Saints. Not going to be cheap to get him. Let's go look at everybody. And at various points, they, they liked Jim Harbaugh, and they liked D'Amico Ryans, and they liked Dan Quinn, and they liked some of these other guys. But for one reason or another, it just didn't work out. And so you wind up back with the guy that you liked from the outset, but you balked at the compensation involved because of where your organization was at. And in the end, ultimately, that's the move that makes the most sense. So you do it. I personally don't care what it took. I'm just glad he's here. But for some people, it does matter. So I'll ask you, was Sean Payton their top choice or was it D'Amico Ryans? And if Ryans wanted the Broncos, that's who the Broncos would have gone with. Well, well let, me, let me ask this question again. I think I just described it exactly how it was. They started on Peyton. He was the guy that they initially were drawn to. When they recognized everything it was going to take, they said, let's go talk to Jim Harbaugh. Let's go talk to D'Amico Ryans. Let's go talk to Dan Quinn. And they were very impressed with all of them. They were. And if they had wound up with Harbaugh, it wouldn't have been a shock, and they would have been good. And if they had wound up with D'Amico, that would have been good. And Dan Quinn, too. But it worked out that essentially Jim wanted to stay in Michigan. D'Amico let them know last week that he intended to wind up in Houston where he played, where his wife was from, where his wife wanted to go. Stink, you're married. Mike, you're married, right? Yes. Your wife wants to go somewhere. How does it usually work out? <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, it's, it's like I said to people, you know, I wanted one dog. My wife wanted five dogs. So we compromised. We got five dogs. Yes. Okay? That's how it works. So they knew that D'Amico Ryans was going to be in Houston. And they said to him last week, look, if you'd like to come visit, we'd love to have you in. Let us know if it doesn't work out. It never got there. It never got there. And so over the weekend, and it's pretty simple to lay it out. Sean Payton 
on the Fox set, wearing the orange tie, on purpose, sending the message to Broncos ownership. Want to be there? Let's get this done. Monday and Tuesday, they're waiting. They're waiting on the Saints. They're waiting on the Saints. So, again, at that point, the ship had sailed on the people. It's Sean. Who was the first guy they started with? He was the first guy they were interested in. He's the biggest name of the group. I, I hope that answers him. I don't know. You tell me. Nope. That, uh, that's a very thorough answer, Adam. Thank you. All right, Adam, what about the coaching staff? There's been a lot of uh, earlier in this process. There was a link between Sean Payton and defense coordinator Vic Fangio, who they just, uh, you know, fired here just a couple, uh, just a year ago or so. Uh, so, you know, where where do we stand on picking a staff? Where do we stand on Vic Fangio maybe coming back into this organization? Or is that ship sailed, do you think? I don't expect that Vic is going to come back. I think that definitely at one point in time, at many points in time, uh, Sean and Vic talked about working together, and I think that would have been ideal and preferable. But, you know, Vic's been talking to other teams, and, you know, I don't know that Vic expected that Sean, when they're talking, you know, in, in the off season and during the season, that they think that Sean's going to wind up in Denver like that. That wasn't the plan. I don't. I don't think that that would have been Vic's first choice to be in Denver. Vic's, Vic wanted to be with Sean, but I, I just think the idea of going back to something uh, was not particularly enthralling to him. I still believe he'll wind up in Miami. That'll be the expectation uh, that he'll wind up there, and Denver will have to uh, find a defensive coordinator. Now they got a Giro Averro under contract. Uh, sounds like he wants to go to Minnesota. Uh, but here's the deal. Denver needs a defensive coordinator. So what do you do there, right? You you just got to figure it out. And I don't know whether the two of them can sit down and work out some sort of compromise or Sean Payton looks at another candidate or how that works out. But, you know, again, they have uh, a year under contract right now. And so that that's a, that's a interesting position to see how it all unfolds here. You don't think he'll get the Arizona job? Who will get the Arizona job? Yeah, does, anybody, you know, does anybody get the Arizona job? <laughs> it, it, it might be Stink. I don't know, for all I know. Like, you know, if Jeff Saturday get a job, why can't Stink? Right? So, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, he is in play in Arizona. He is in play in Indianapolis. And maybe he does get one of those jobs. That could happen, too. Arizona, you know, I think Arizona at one point would have liked Dan Quinn. And Dan Quinn decided to stay in Dallas. And so that kind of sent them back to the drawing board a little. And they've got the Bengals coordinators in today. And they spoke to Mike Kafka earlier this week, the Giants offensive coordinator. And, you know, they earlier they spoke to Brian Flores and Aaron Glenn, who I think would be great head coaches. What they're going to do, I, I don't know. I don't know what the owner, Michael Bidwell, and the new general manager, Monty Austin, for are thinking. Um, Indianapolis has got Aaron Glenn in today. Uh, they'll speak to Shane Steichen, the Eagles offensive coordinator, at some point this weekend. I know they like Raheem Morris, too. I know they like uh, Rick, Rick Basaccia, um, Wink Martin. They got a lot of guys on their list. And, by the way, the Colts are not in any rush to make this hire. They're not going to make it this week. Uh, I think they're going to take it up till Super Bowl week and maybe even after the Super Bowl. So I, I think Arizona will be the next hire, but I don't know when and I don't know who. You, you mentioned... Ivero might like to go to Minnesota, work with Kevin O'Connell, yep. the Rams connections, I get all that. But as you mentioned, yep. the, the Broncos still have him under contract. Could you Could you demand a trade? Could you demand a trade? If I'm a Giro Avero and I want to go to Minnesota and Sean Payton's coming in here, 
and that's not my first choice. I say to myself, this is how I think. Hold on. Yeah, I'd like to be in Minnesota, but I get the chance to work around one of the great NFL head coaches, to watch how he runs an organization, to learn from him, to further prepare me for a head coaching job. Why would why would you not want to do that? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I mean, if you're a young, aspiring, climb the ladder coach who has a bright future and is going to be a head coach one day, as he's going to be, why would you not want to learn from the best? Right? Like, I think of Mike Shanahan going back to San Francisco. And, yeah, I, you know, he obviously chose that, but he got to be around Bill Walsh and George Seifert and learn from those guys and talk, like, what an opportunity, but I, that's how I would view it, but I don't know if that's how he views it. Could, could you demand a draft pick for Minnesota under that scenario? I, I, I don't know. How, I don't know how that works. It's an interesting question. I, I'd have to check into that. Um, he is under contract, and you're under no obligation to let him go. So if you could, I certainly would try to do that. Uh, if, he so, if he was so hell-bent on going to the Vikings, which sounds like he wants to if he doesn't get a head coaching job. What about uh, Aaron Rodgers? Uh, obviously, the Brady news, the retirement yesterday, which kind of shocked me. I thought he would uh, come back and play one more year, but it uh, doesn't look like he's going to do that. Where, where, where does Aaron Rodgers end up next year? Well, I think they wind up trading him. But the, the two sides have to get to that position still. And and it honestly, it sounds to me just from the outside looking in my read is it's like they both want the other to say it to each other. They neither one wants to be the one who breaks up with the other. Right. But both sides are, I think thinking about it and mowing a future without the other. Like I think if you gave Aaron Rodgers truth serum, I think he'd prefer to be traded. I think if you gave the green Bay Packers truth serum, I think that they think it's the time to move on. But both of them seem a little bit uneasy about saying that to each other and being the one that, kind of started the chain of events in motion. And so at some point, those two sides have to sit down and, and, and be honest with each other and lay it out. And if they can figure out a way to stay together, great, good for them, if that's what they want. But just a little subtle hint, it just seems like both sides uh, have an interest in moving on. Uh, last one, have you heard any of the particulars of, of Sean Payton's contract? How long is it? What he, what's he getting paid? Yeah. All that. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe that it's, a, that it's officially agreed to yet. I think they're still ironing out the final detail. Look, it's going to get done. It's not an issue, right? But there's a lot of language in there uh, that's very particular that you have to go over. Um, and as of last night, to my knowledge, it was not done. And do you anticipate that whatever the deal is, it includes him having full, final say in all football matters? Uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't know how they'll divvy it up, but it, I've always thought that if and when Sean Payton comes back, and the team's making whatever the investment is in him that Denver will be making, that it's basically his show to run. Now, you know, George is the GM, and he'll do GM things, and Sean's going to do the head coach things. But usually, in every organization, there's one dominant voice, and it's hard for me to imagine that Sean Payton, with his history, with his resume with the contract that will get done, won't be the dominant force. And you think George Payton's safe? Yeah, that's what I believe, yeah. We've got a lot of Paytons here, Adam. Yeah. A lot of Paytons. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's a great law firm right now. Payton and Payton. And, and well, and then Payton, the other Payton, 
Yeah, we got paid. Who's always paid. around? We got we got oh, all kinds I, of paid. I, I forgot. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. George paid. George paid. That's great. That's really good. I like that. <laughs> Good. Lead with it on Sports Center. Thank you, Adam. I, I, was, I was I was one Peyton short. You know, I I, I forgot to pay Peyton and Peyton. But okay, yeah. yeah. Now that we're now that we got that, that's great. And you know, if they could, uh, I'm just trying to think of other Peytons. I think it'd yeah. be all three people. different different spellings on all three. Too, Correct. Right? Correct. Peyton, Correct. Peyton and Peyton. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very good. Thank all you, right, Adam. Man. Thanks, buddy. All right, guys, have a great day. There he goes. Adam Schefter, our ESPN NFL insider. We got the laugh. We got the Adam laugh there at the end, too. Love the Adam laugh. Yeah, it wasn't a real boisterous laugh. No, it was a good laugh. It's a good. Do we have the Adam Schefter soundtrack handy? Laugh track? (laughs) That's 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 the robust one. Yeah, that's that's the the, good old belly laugh. Full-throated, you know, good, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a guffaw. What is, um, he joins us on the uh, Johnson Auto Plaza hotline. 